Hey there, welcome to First Five. If you're looking for encouragement, you came to the right place. Let's dive in. So today I want to focus attention on who God is. And perhaps you have a misunderstanding of who he is. Perhaps you've seen him in a certain way that is not necessarily true to his character or his nature. And so I want to talk very specifically about who God is. You're like, Christoph, we talk about this all the time on the podcast. I say yes. But I believe having a firm understanding of the character and the nature of God gives us a greater understanding even of ourselves in relation to God and in relation to to the people around us because out of the overflow of his character should our character live. Out of the overflow of his nature should our nature be. And so I really want to process through this. And specifically looking at the Old Testament, we're, we're still in the book of Exodus. And I want to look at Exodus 34 because I believe it gives us a picture, a very clear picture of who God says that he is. One of the things that I think is fascinating about this particular portion of scripture is that this is the moment where where Moses has requested to see the glory of God. Uh, God says, hey, I, I have favored you. I've chosen to enter covenant, uh, enter into covenant with you, Moses. I long uh, to be with you. I love you. And then Moses says, well, show me your glory. And he was like, all right, bet. I'll make that happen. But you, I'll pass by you, but you can only see my back. Because if you see anything else, he's like, you, you'll die. <laughs> like you see my face, you'll die. And so the Lord allows Moses to be able to to stand amongst his presence, be in his glorious presence, which is just too much for just one human to bear. It's so glorious, it's so radiant, it's so beautiful that it's 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 too much for Moses. And the Bible says in, in Exodus 34, five and six, and then we get a really clear picture here of who God is. A lot of times we can see God as this kind of vindictive God, especially in the Old Testament, this angry God, this this God of, of rules and this God of um, just who's rigid and, and doesn't love. But in fact, God says of himself who he is in this portion of scripture. And I want you to be able to see it because I want you to be able to carry it into your life today. That you would know that regardless of what you're going through, this is who God says that he is. Not who you think that he is, but who he says that he is. Exodus 34, 5 and 6 says, Then the Lord came down in the cloud and stood there with him and proclaimed his name, the Lord. And he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. But catch this part. Um, yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children and their children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation. So the Lord passes in front of Moses, proclaiming the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion and sin. If you were wondering who God is, that is who he is. He is compassionate and he is gracious 
toward you. He shows compassion to you in your weakness. He shows compassion to you in your sin. It doesn't matter what you're going through, whether it's an addiction that you're struggling through, whether it's 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 mental you know processing that you're that you're struggling through. Maybe it's relationships that you're struggling through. Regardless of what it is, the Lord shows compassion for you, and He's gracious toward you. That is His nature toward you. If you've ever wondered. If you ever, if you ever had this kind of sense of feeling, is God angry with me? Is he, is he mad at me? You can know based off of what we read here in the scriptures, and we believe that the scriptures are true. You can know that he is compassionate toward you. He is gracious toward you. He is slow to anger and abounding in love and faithfulness. If nothing else, God is love. He's abounding in love. He's overflowing with love for you. And he's faithful to you, which means he's not going to let you down. He's faithful toward you even when you're faithless toward him. Even if you don't believe in him, he's faithful toward you by granting you with daily common grace, just the ability to be able to wake up in the morning. He's faithful to allow you to see another day. He's faithful to give you breath in your body. He's faithful to allow all the atoms in your body to work perfectly together and not you spontaneously combust. Like, you know, I don't know if you knew that, but scientists don't even understand. Don't even, don't even understand how the human body stays together. It's a bunch of un, just weird, stabilized atoms that are just coming together. And th there's no question. They, they have so many questions as to why the human body doesn't just spontaneously combust. It's because God is faithful to you. It's because he's holding all things together, including you, including your body. He maintains love to thousands. He maintains love to the world. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him wouldn't perish, but have eternal life. God loves the world and all of its brokenness and all of its sinfulness and all of its jacked upness. Every time the world has missed the mark, every time the world has, like though God loves the world and he forgives wickedness rebellion and sin if you didn't understand that you should know that now god is forgiving so there's nothing in your life that you can't come to him with there's nothing that in your life that makes you too far gone there's nothing in your life that you cannot come to god and receive his forgiveness he loves you he cares about you he is abounding in love and faithfulness he is slow to anger he he, he wishes he longs for you to repent He's patient with you. So the scriptures say in the New Testament, he's patient with you, not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. He loves you. He's compassionate and he's gracious, but he's also fair. The word says he doesn't leave the guilty unpunished. Because God is holy, because God is set apart, because he is greater than us. He's greater than anything we could have ever gone through. He understands the concept of fairness. That yes, his love is abounding, but also is his justice. So there's a fairness in the world and you may not understand the fairness because it doesn't happen in your time. You may not understand, well, where's the fairness for, for the people that the bad people that deserve all the bad things because you don't understand his timing. God stands outside of time. And so in due time, you have to understand that, that there is a, there is a certain level of justice that takes place at some point but all of that is out of the overflow of his love 
You don't give his love, get his love without his justice. You don't get his justice without his love. He loves you. And there's nothing that you've done. There's nothing that you will do to make you far gone because he sent his son to die on a cross for you, for your sins, for every time you would miss the mark. That was an act of compassion. That was an act of grace. That was an act of love, an act of faithfulness toward you. That is who our God is. And I really hope that encouraged you today and reminded you of just who he is in your life. We'll talk soon.